Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Smackdown Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Smackdown, but also the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage for now. Pay per views, <laughs> premium live events. We have interviews, round table discussions, and a roundup of the week complete. A little bit of quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hamlet to look ahead to SmackDown tonight. And not a gimmick, a stacked show. Yeah. Um, you, like, often have a bit of fun with me ahead of SmackDown or indeed Raw or NXT, where it's. <laughs> Stacked again this week, and then stuff's be, happening. Yeah, there'll be one thing on their preview video, and you've managed to dig a couple of things off from the WWE Twitter with eyeball emojis. As well, that much could be happening because they've teased something happening. Yeah, I've extrapolated this from hyper analyzing one segment from last week. Yeah, but last week's episode of SmackDown was pretty great, and uh, well, I mean, you know me very well. Like I've never liked football, so I've got nothing to just <laughs> nothing to distract my attention this weekend, and wouldn't want it anyway. It's stupid. Yeah, me neither. For a few weeks, so um, SmackDown will at least take priority viewing. I have a this is a weird situation I find myself in. I'll be waking up tomorrow morning, Saturday morning. What's tomorrow? Oh yeah, I've uh, I've got some family commitments tomorrow that will take me a lot of the day. Um, however, I might have my head turned tomorrow to AW Rampage first. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, just to fast forward to the Excalibur bit to see what he's announced to Dynamite, because I'm going to be there in person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to watch it. Um, so I might have to race to that. Wait a second. You don't want to hear from the Hardys. <laughs> I might have to fast forward to see what's next week's Dynamite card is going to look like on Rampage. Yeah. Tomorrow. Very excited about that. Um, and then I'll get to SmackDown. Yeah. Because they have loaded this one up again. And I'll say this right. I thought Raw was... Earnestly great. We didn't really get much chance to talk raw. Of course, yeah. You were uh, suspending your leg above your head in order to try and get some blood flow moving around to that ridiculous... It's really, but it's gone green. ...cody, titty ankle of yours. Um, I've t- I was tempted to post a photo, and then I was like, no one wants to see that. It's, it, it's distracting on the timeline, because it'd be one of them tweets that would keep somehow... like you've, I've seen that now, and I want to see it again. Here's another look at it. It's the Twitter equivalent of, like, Simon uh, Gotch buries Enzo Amore. Yeah. It was like when I was out for the Ring of Honor show, and they were like, let's see that Dante Martin injury. It's super slow, mo. I know. I was like, why are you sharing? Just say, get well soon, mate. More clips than anybody wants of it. But yeah, one of my sort of overarching takes from Raw was that even if you don't 
buy into the significance of the the brand split, and it's easy not to because WWE use and abuse it at their whim. It did. Raw does feel a little bit like it's an opportunity to reintroduce a few characters, uh-huh. refresh like refresh a few things here yeah. or there, like establish Gunther pretty much straight away as like the biggest deal on the show. Yeah. And like the, the belt that Seth and AJ are fighting for is a toy compared to his <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. SmackDown has that as well. I might think, because I'm correct, that the bloodline is slightly running on fumes. Mm-hmm. But Roman Reigns actually appearing last week oh. had purpose, gave it some focus, set up a pretty big match at Night of Champions related to it. And with him not there this week, I kind of feel like SmackDown will make use of the palate cleanser that was the split. He's going to be there this week. Is he? He's having a face-off. I didn't know this. Yeah. I didn't see that in my notes. Roman Reigns is it there in I mean, person. I've got a thing I've got to send you, then that's probably not. That might be why. <laughs> there, I, was gonna, I was giving you an out there. But, yes. But, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come face-to-face with Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. So he's there again. He's locked in for the benefit of this story. And that's the one holdover from the pre-brand split that has still a bit of juice to it. Yeah. Otherwise, as we're going to talk about, these little new directions and new focuses for some talent that have just arrived on SmackDown 4, for existing ones that are looking for a bit of... feel like a proud parent tonight. Yeah, like a bit of freshness. We had the Cameron Grimes thing last week. Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, in terms of you being a proud parent, that's what you need to become a proud parent. <laughs> but yeah, I get, where you, I get where you're going. Um, I can't do that anymore. I'll, I'll never become a proud parent again. And if, and if I do, some doctors are going to be getting some legal paperwork dropping on their doors. Word. I did not want to be that small percentage statistic you talked about. <laughs> not for the pain I've been waking up with lately on one side of them. Um, what are we talking about? Yeah, SmackDown looks good. Yeah. <laughs> Look, um you know I'm the, the the highest one in the office when it still comes to this bloodline, Cody Rhodes story, mm-hmm. uh, saga, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I said this on the SmackDown review. I think it was a brilliant development. Obviously, no one saw it coming because no one thought Sami Zayn would be going yeah. to Saudi Arabia. Twisting it of itself. Not that you'll care. Obviously, you'll be out in Las Vegas enjoying all the madness of the road to double or nothing, despite the fact that's also the weekend of United Champions and NXT Battleground. You're grounded! Battlegrounded with mom! Did that on the news, by the way, to Andy. He had no idea what was going on. Um, <laughs> it goes on quite a long time, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a good bit. Yeah. Um, but how are they going to do it? Ne- how are they going to do it next week? Mm-hmm. Are they going to presumably tape? That would explain why Roman Reigns is there tonight because they're doing a double taping, I believe. Double taping. Double taping. It'll be. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there'll be Jeddah's like Saturday lunchtime, basically, yeah. wasn't it? Raw will effectively be the last live. Jeddah. I don't know if it's there or. It is Jeddah. Yeah. It's always those Jeddah or Riyadh, isn't it? But I yeah. think it's Jeddah. But um, Raw will be the last live bit of television they do, but SmackDown will be the last one they present before. Yes, yes. And I think, from memory, they've done a pretty good job when they've had this situation come up. Did they not um, do, like... There was a SmackDown where there was a double taping, and they set up like a kind of cool TV Gunther Intercontinental title match, for example. Yeah. The, the kind of results never in doubt, but you think, oh, well, I want to watch... Was it Rey Mysterio, maybe? Maybe. But it's like, I want to watch the match. So I'll... I'll like, I kind of know Gunther's going to win, so if the result gets spoiled yeah. somehow in, across the week, that's fine, because I'm just looking forward to watching it. So they've been quite elegant with what they've put on these taped ones. So I could well see... I don't know, what, what could potentially be on... Like, not be on Night of Champions, but be on television. Off the top of my dome the women's tag team title match between Ronda and Shayna. If, for example, Ronda just doesn't fancy the Saudi flight, then maybe they'll book that for the the taped SmackDown. And if you think, well, Liv's injured, 
You know, the, mm-hmm. this whole thing sort of existed to set up Ronda and Shayna as champions anyway. All I'm saying, to quote a, a greater man than I, is that I would expect them to load up next week's SmackDown. Maybe another Roman Reigns appearance, mm-hmm. but, but like him in taped skits backstage with Paul Heyman that we don't see until next week. They can put lots of stuff in the can. You know, it's it's not the worst thing every now and then to have a taped one when you've got enough things going on that don't necessarily need to culminate at Night of Champions. Do you think this is the one? Because the, the big fear, obviously, is, oh, God, Roman and Solo are going to take all the belts, mm. <laughs> maybe even the new World Heavyweight Championship. Um, but I think the right decision and the rumours today about what they could be playing for money in the bank, I won't say any more. If you want to know any more, check out the news uh, video, which is also available as a podcast right now uh, that Andy and I were talking about this morning. I think you have... I don't know whether you pin Roman or not, because I don't know whether you want to give that up. I saw someone tweeting us about that. Yeah. But either way, I have... Owens and Zayn leaving Saudi Arabia still as tag team champion because I thought they did again I didn't have really much chance to mention this they went from oh god more bloodline stuff and you've already burnt through Imperium to suddenly like oh there's like three different teams minimum yeah, really great be going after the tag titles and they're all believable and you've got more tag matches on this show the idea and I thought this was so impressive of Roman Reigns on Friday and again this is why it would be even better without the belt but leave that to one side for a second uh, let me finish the story yeah Roman Reigns on Friday putting his hand in Jimmy Uso's face and effectively calling the Usos the biggest losers that have ever lived, a disgrace to the family. I'll do it. Thanks, Jimmy and Jay. Like, I'll do it. Me and Solo are going to do it because you guys cannot clean up your own mess. And then ringing Paul Heyman and getting every villain in his speed dial to do the dirty work for him. Like, that's the good Roman Reigns yeah. character. That's the... Um, that It was the most fun when Sammy was in the bloodline because a load of it could happen out front and it could mm-hmm. happen at Sammy's expense. And I kind of miss that about the bloodline now. There's simply that heart of darkness doesn't really exist in the way it used to. But using Sammy and Kevin as a conduit to that on Raw was really inspired. We know the bloodline have been able to establish a business relationship with the Judgment Day before, but now increasing that to having Paul Heyman be like, well, I can put the request in with Imperium. Yeah. Let's, let's see how that plays out. Sammy and Kevin, like Kevin Owens is like the lip off to Imperium, so they've already got skin in that game. I really enjoyed that. Like Kevin and Sammy versus the world reheated their feud with the bloodline to at least get you to Night of Champions. I do believe it has to be the end of it there. Mm. Has to be. Like yeah. that, that, that cannot carry on, especially if they win, because the whole point was, uh, like the whole point was we've got to end the bloodline. And then they kind of did and didn't because of the Roman booking. But even they were saying it on television. So I was like, oh, we've kind of beat these us. We're done. Mm. You know, and it's that match at Saudi sort of has to be the end for it. So you're kind of committing either way. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a big match. It's like legitimately, it's a big match. It's good booking. It's interesting. You can't quite pick the finish. The champions could get pinned and it would be seismic that Roman and Solo have got the tag belts. Solo could get pinned and it could be big for the bloodline. Roman could get pinned and it could be huge for all of WWE. So it's a big match. It mm. really, it's a big match. What do you think happens in the face-off tonight? Then, uh, I would like Sammy to Sammy and Kevin shouldn't show fear of Roman, and I don't think they will. No, they don't have any reverence or respect for him, and I love that. Um, it will get physical, but I wonder if Jay and Jimmy will. Well, they're busy, aren't they? Well, I wonder if they will stand back despite being told to be there. The kind of the reversal of how it usually works. Mm. Like normally they'd go to the trouble, like with bloodline stuff, when people aren't supposed to be there, it's always like 
get on the bus, go on the plane, you're doing this, whatever, and then say if like Sammy way back when wasn't there because he was told not to be on to read between the lines, all that kind of stuff. I want the Usos to be told to be on shift, despite clearly having other commitments, yeah. and then not. Yeah. Like, that's what I want. And then the Usos, for the first time, having their own plausible deniability. Well, of course we couldn't be there. Probably. We were getting ready for yeah. Santos and Ray. Let's talk about the match yeah. with Santos and Ray, because I feel like the LWO need a win. Yep. Usos can eat a loss, mm -hmm. because they're in that transition period for me now. If that's like what happens at Money in the Bank is going to happen for them. Yep. You can almost have them eat loss after loss after loss because this is the still, you know, conflicted but still heel version of the Usos right now. Well, and the heads have gone. Roman's lost the dressing room. Yes. Like that. The the irony of an Usos defeat now is that it'll piss off Roman even more and it'll be because of him. Like all the times they were winning those titles, they were doing it on their own steam because he just refused to acknowledge them. We love that detail. He still haven't just given them the ones ever, you prick. Now he's not even doing that. So the Usos losing is more his fault than ever. And is yet that going to be part of the turn? Sorry to interrupt. I acknowledge you. As the worst tag team ever, that is. <laughs> I acknowledge you. In opposite land. <laughs> and what does he... Uh, <laughs> Wanker symbol. <laughs> so he's just, more of that in wrestling, man. It does. Uh, he's got the glove for it. I yeah. <laughs> Imagine he charges it up, but it's only to do a wanker sign. Ooh, ah, oh, you wanker. <laughs> I, Usos lose. LWO got... Like, they ate a lot of defeats, and I defended that because I knew that Backlash would be absolutely fine. Oh. And I feel like we were vindicated there. That isn't there now. The Backlash safety net is not there. The Puerto Rico TV taping safety net is not there. But every I wanted to join the LWO over Backlash weekend. Savio was wearing the shirt. Carlito oh, was wearing the shirt. Yeah. Bad Bunny couldn't wait to join. That became the cool-ass brand. Watch the entrance again yesterday. It's amazing. Back it up with wins now. Like, you've made everybody feel like they want to be in LWO shirts. Start plotting the long route to them winning the tag belts. Trying to work out what the English version of the... I'm not going to even attempt it because it's probably going to be problematic and mm. I'm just going to be offensive to Bad Bunny and Puerto Rico and what have you. But, like, the everyone in this arena is going with it and not, like... It was the vibe as much as it was the lyrics. Yeah. And what I thought of was Chelsea Dagger by the Fratellis. I've sympathy with America's inability to quite nail down us as a nation, right? Like, in terms of stereotypes. Hmm. Because, like, I get it. We're a, like, when we went to Texas, how many times were we trying to wrap in our heads that how many, like, entire United Kingdom you could fit in Dallas. Oh, yeah. Or in Texas, sorry, as a state, it's like, yeah, we're tiny. We are absolutely tiny. There shouldn't be that many different versions of us. Like, <laughs> it's okay for the United States to have different accents in different states and different ways of life. Yeah. Different, like, laws in different... These states are massive. They're no big. wonder they thought Wales was Drew McIntyre's backyard. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely get it. But as a result, I can sort of see why they expect, like... Michael Kohler, shout out. I don't know if he's still in the country, but he's, yeah. he's a listener to us and he's been sharing images of his trip to like the Lake District. And that is mm. almost like picture book England. Lake District is goated. It is goated. Beautiful. Just behind peak in terms of the best districts <laughs> that we've got. Beautiful. Obviously, long lakes, gorgeous green hills. It's England's green and pleasant land. Yeah. Right? Jolly old England. It is a bit of that. And yeah. Fish, chips, mushy peas. And yeah, it's in the northwest, right? It's still in the north. So it's not really sort of what we would consider home counties, let's be honest, Tory Britain, <laughs> right? What looks like the postman pat. I don't know if Americans get 
Postman Pat, Postal Worker Pat, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if they get that, but like you see him like driving over little hills and dales and stuff. That's another version of England, despite the fact that it would look identical if you're looking at images of it. We've all got different accents, despite the island being so tiny. Mm -hmm. Like, we're in Gateshead as we speak. Like, I live a bit south of Sunderland, which I can tell a Sunderland from a Newcastle accent being yeah. different. Everyone would be called Geordies. It's like, and my that, missus gets annoyed when I go, You're right, I'm from Birmingham. Right, she yeah. goes, That's black country. I was born in the West Midlands in a wonderful town called Redditch. Right, I love Birmingham, I love the West Midlands. But if somebody from Redditch gets called a brummy, that's seen as being offensive. Yeah, I got, I almost punched my boss when I was in the radio industry because he listened, we did a listen back to one of the shows. Yeah. Imagine us, by the way, doing that for this podcast. What you mean, like we do every single time hey, before it goes out? Yeah, when we do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, Oh, just uh, watch yourself there, because you kind of you the audience might lose you a bit with your Yorkshire accent. And I went, "My what? Excuse me, sir. Yeah, like the Yorkshire. not from Yorkshire. Well done, Chef Wednesday, though. Yorkshire is such a big county. I grew up in North Yorkshire, completely different to West Yorkshire, yeah. and so on and on and on on and on it goes. Derbyshire, Derbyshire, Derbyshire. There is no one. We've said this about uh, when they travel to England to try and get the football team right. You cannot get that right oh, in a, in a God, major yeah. town stadium. You don't stand a chance. It's just this isn't the. I was in Shelbyville. Uh huh. Like it's it just doesn't work. And I do. I have sympathy for them in that respect because what would it be like? You can't. I'm not gonna. Am I going to espouse my opinions? Not in this particular case. But people that have listened long enough know yep. what they are. Right. When it was the coronation weekend. Football clubs experimented with, do we play the national anthem or do we not? And from stadium to stadium, it differed whether or not it got booed out of the building. Mm. For those places where it got booed. Because the, the stadiums where the national anthem got played, where it got cheered, were full of f***ing losers. <laughs> not, not to editorialise. But um, ask your royal family what they did. Did they buy you a ticket that day? I don't think so, because that would involve paying some f***ing tax. <laughs> um, but I... But you're entitled to enjoy the royal family. They provide a service, allegedly. And um, you can't do that. You can, Even in this divided nation, you can't do that. You cannot play the national anthem in stadiums nah. because of people's very strong feelings held either way about the royal family. And yet, uh, over there, in America, they were like, hey, do you do you guys know uh, what's the most what's the popular princess called? I was going to say Meghan Markle, but it's not her. Uh, Kate. Kate. Do you guys know Wills and Kate? We'll never say it. Do you guys see them out and about? You'd think that, wouldn't you? But no. Like, <laughs> considering that they're called our loyal servants, you would think that, but no. In fact, that's not the case. Hey, do you guys know Prince Andrew? No, and frankly, not should you. Like, uh, <laughs> Prince William was in, uh, what was Anne Louise watching the other day? Oh, the Princess Bride, is it? No. The one with Anne Hathaway. Oh, um, Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries, yeah. yeah Princess Bride. Goated. The, the, yeah, the one I'm thinking of. Princess Bride is also goated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Princess Di Anne Hathaway is low-key goated. Yeah. Yeah. She's on a bit of a Man Hathaway hype. Watch, watch Devil Wears Prada last night. That goated. is that is goated. That is goated. Um, what are we talking about? Oh you're yeah, not, you're not going and to Paris. She's um, she's they going like here's possible suitors we kind of have to marry you off to for some ridiculous storyline point in the yeah. second film. Um, and Will's is on it. And my God, he's an absolute piece. <laughs> it was like, oh, what happened? Yeah, because he got he's one of the few people who can't get the hair transplant. It's, it's so weird, right? I, I, it, I like. We all obviously carry those little like looks, similar distinctive features of our parents, and it's so weird because he looks nothing like Prince Charles. Prince William looks nothing, <laughs> nothing like Prince Charles. It's so it's so funny how you must just take all the looks from like one parent and not the other. 
Because because look at the pictures, he looks nothing like Prince Charles. And you look at Harry, and you think he looks nothing like him as well. He looks nothing like Prince. Like it's so funny. Like Prince Harry, like it's like he looks like other people. It's so funny. So uh, Ray and Santos win against the Usos. Yeah. <laughs> What's next? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, well, what's next? I mentioned uh, in the intro. It was Harry, wasn't it? Yeah, William. It's so funny that William <laughs> looks a lot like Prince Charles and Prince Harry looks nothing like Prince Charles. One does and the other doesn't. It's just weird how, like, some parents have such dominant genes. Uh, I said in the intro, yeah. The, one of the other reasons why I'm giddy about this show yeah. is it feels like our kids have got the star and role in the nativity. Oh, my God. Because one of the teams are in action. We'll yeah. get to them in due course because if you've never seen them before mm-hmm. and you've only just been introduced to them, you are in for an absolute treat, just as we were when we were first introduced to them oh in God. NXT. Yeah. But first... Let's talk about the star pupil from NXT. I'm talking about Grayson Bloody Waller, who, listen, look, I know, I'm a WWE fan, I'm a WWE mark, I get it, right? But even I go, really? Another version of Miss TV, another version of, we talked about this the other day, the highlight reel, or mm-hmm. um, Peep Show, or whatever you want to, just Ambrose Asylum, it's just... Another bloody stupid talk, sh- talky segment oh, with a bit of a logo bunk. on some cards, exactly and, some yeah. bunting around it. No, you are wrong. When it comes to the Grayson Waller effect, this is the reason why he's going to be the guy going forward. And better than that, something we completely didn't even click onto recently. The person he's interviewing, he's got history with. I'm talking about AJ Styles, of course. This is amazing. This. I know sometimes we all, like get too insular because of like the nature of our coverage of these various shows. And if you, I would recommend before SmackDown, if you don't know the things we're referencing on this podcast, I would Google them. Just type James Hewitt, I mean Grayson Waller, into Google and then you'll understand what we're referencing. And the thing about Grayson Waller and the Grayson Waller effect is that from the off, it became as, um, as tied to his character as everything else he was doing in the gimmick. It's not just... Like, I love Kevin Owens, but, like, the KO show, 
is what exactly? Yeah. Because he's not... Uh, like, his whole T-shirt is fight people. So as a heel, I understand that the contrast to that is talk to people instead of fighting them. But even then, is any part of him a guy that's interested in, like, other people's... Even as a heel... Yeah, it's no pipe is pit, is it? Yeah, as a heel, is he interested in people's takes? Does he want to just use it to get his own takes out there? Even as a heel, not really. He wants to violently beat them up. Grayson Waller, on the other hand, kind of wants to, like, chat and avoid getting banged. Yeah. So here's a vehicle for that. He wants to put himself over every opportunity. So egotistical in the best way. Well, this is it, right? He wants to put himself over every opportunity, and this talk show literally gives him three because that's how many cameras are on him. And there's a running... We're not joking, by the way. This isn't a a multi-cam setup with all all three options on screen at the same time. At the same time, there's a ticker filled with what we believe to be paid plants tweeting messages of support about him. Right. Or just stuff he's written himself. And you couldn't be... Wow, Grayson, great point. (laughs) Got a great point, Grayson. And you couldn't be in less of a comfort zone as the guest. So he is setting you up to potentially get beaten up, to get somebody running out and attacking you from behind if it's not him that he's feuding with. It is a a viper's pit. Mm. If you're like, never mind a piper's pit, if you're walking into it. And that's what AJ Styles is. And the idea that he has forgotten it, like we all did, because last time he did it, it was already here, down in Orlando, is great. Like he's going to come out there with this SmackDown. I don't know if you remember, I'm the face that runs the place, actually. But Grayson immediately is thinking, no, I'll have that now. I'm the face that runs the place. Don't believe me? There's my face. There's my other face. There's another view of my face. Speaking to his guest and the guest not being shot is just the most divine bit of crack. Yeah, he's going to wind him up. He's going to make him say something that's going to rile Seth Rollins up. Because I think, generally, it's just been focused on, like, on Raw. Mm -hmm. It was just, here's Seth Rollins' story. which I think it was great, by the way, the vignettes that they did with him and Corey Graves. Here's his story. Here's his road to the World Heavyweight Championship. And AJ Styles, same thing. So Grayson Waller's going to get a soundbite that's going to get back to Seth Rollins of like, I think I'm going to beat him and become world heavyweight champion. Seth Rollins is going to be like, oh, oh, we're doing that, are we? Yeah. I would not be surprised if this sets up an AJ Styles, Grayson Waller effect, Grayson Waller, sorry, match um, for next week that Seth Rollins feels he may have to even get involved with, Ooh. which protects Grayson Waller, gives him a great first match on the main roster. Again, he is Teflon to losses. We watched this in NXT. He lost and lost and lost and lost and lost. And every time, you're just like, yep, I want to see him fight that guy next. Because A, he's got an f- unbelievable finisher. Yeah. And B, he's got the gift of the gab and the gift of the jab. Well, so I thought, I didn't think about Seth getting involved. But I did think because of the taped show next week, you could do Grayson Waller um, versus AJ Styles. And it maybe doesn't get a finish, or even AJ wins, but Grayson Waller like injures AJ's knee or something. Mm. AJ goes in partially hurt in tonight of champions, and when he loses, because I think he is going to lose, Grayson Waller should be the champion. Yeah, yeah. Grayson Waller's big claim is that he's the reason. Yes, whether in his head or on his body, he's the reason why AJ Styles lost the title, and that's a program for them coming out of it. Got a prediction as well mm-hmm. for um, how. Uh, he baits AJ Styles into to saying something he accidentally sort of regrets, and he's yeah. not. It's not a heel turn for AJ, but it is just like ooh. But it's also a fair point to come from someone like AJ Styles, who's yeah. committed. You know, hasn't really done a lot outside. He was in that music video. I always remember for some reason, but he yeah. hasn't done a lot outside of Virginia. So um, you're fighting Seth, World Heavyweight Championship, the inaugural um, new World Heavyweight Champion within WWE. You know, you're here. Week in, week out, you just come back from injury. Seth Rollins, of course, off on the film set right now. Thoughts on that? 
Oh my God, he's going to lay the trap right there for him. Perfect. I love that. I had something a bit like crueler and more cynical, but that's that's the way to go. I had, you know, um, AJ Styles is getting all hit up because all of these cameras, what's going on, man? All these cameras. Like, they're, like they tell me that I'm being beamed all ac- across the land that is the world, but I, where's the camera that's on me? <laughs> and he's just getting more and more wound up, and he's like, he doesn't take Grayson Waller seriously. And then uh, Grayson just points at his crotch. Once it's cack, his dick and balls. As AJ is like getting more and more angry and head up, Grayson just does that patronizing thing. Sir, points at his crotch. This is Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the cheat code for AJ Styles to get angry. That's how you like. And at this point, he dives across. Yeah, the, the set tries to get to him, and Grayson Waller bails. Um, I've written a note, um, which hopefully will grab some people's attention, that if you haven't watched NXT, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Because instead of writing the Brawling Brutes versus Pretty Deadly, mm. I've written Pretty Deadly back from the dead, question mark? <laughs> <laughs> now, yes, I, know they, I know they've been on camera on SmackDown. I'm not stupid. Mm-hmm. But they were murdered when we last watched them in NXT. Yes. Um, but it was a route out. It was the way for the future NXT Tag Team Champions to get a bit of a leg up. Talking about Tony D and Stags, of, of course. course. Um and Brawling Brutes is such a perfect first opponent for these prissy bellends. Yeah. I hope they just commit here. Like, Pete Dunne and Ridge Bloody Holland are good. And it's a shame, I guess, that right now they find themselves, at, like, this low in the pecking order when there's a pretty good tag division. Yeah. Because they're, like, they're, they're a strong outfit. They just got to be kept turning over because they're going to be... They're baby faces, and the tag champs are baby faces. And that's not going to change anytime soon. The time will come for them again. It's one of them situations where I don't think they're just because I think they're out of the conversation now. I don't think they're out of it forever. Same with the street profits, for example. We will talk about in a bit. Yeah, exactly the same. Um, and as a result, they can lose, but the loss is good because the loss immediately creates pretty deadly as a threat, as they did on NXT. Because if you recall, we were very much at arm's length with pretty deadly because they came from NXT UK. Yep. And if we've learned one thing in the last several years, it's to always, always keep an arm's length from anybody from NXT UK. And I mean, <laughs> folks, where's the lie? Pretty deadly. We were absolutely buzzing to find out with the rule proven exception. A from jump, tremendous WWE television act that were basically killing time in NXT the second they arrived there. They won the belts, they won our hearts, and they won matches, which really helps when the characters are silly to make them credible. And I think that's what you do. You make the characters so silly that people don't take them seriously. Heel Orange Cassidy stuff. People do not take Pretty Deadly seriously, but they're wily, they're experienced. Spilt Milk is an effective finisher, Mm -hmm. which I imagine you'll see tonight because it gets that over straight away if they win with the pin. Perfect team to eat the 10 beats thing as well. Like there's a lot they can suffer. Um, It's slightly different to Grayson Waller. I think you can beat Grayson Waller quite a lot. I don't think you can beat Pretty Deadly that much. I think on the the rise, you've got to make them... the, the. Wins and losses is how they're credible because they're going to be very silly in your skits. They're going to be quite daft in your matches, but then they get it done, and it's like, ah. Think a heel Breezango, but they win. Yeah. Like, in spite of all this, like, look at the teams they've knocked yeah. off. And that kind of, that's the pretty deadly story in NXT, and I see no reason why you don't replicate that on the main roster. To the point, I would love pretty deadly versus Inan Owens. Yeah, I was, I was just thinking I would that. love that. So, yeah, I think it's a win for them tonight. Well, it is uh, tag team heavy, this preview, because finally tonight, uh, the Street Brothers, as I mentioned, are in action against mm. uh, a new team. Uh, if they could, uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to co- coexist, really. A bit of an odd couple, um, yeah. which is unique for a, a WWE tag team. I'm talking, of course, from Yes Bowie to LA Knight. Yeah! yeah. 
and Rick Boogs. What a random combo. Yeah. I'm apprehensive because they were like, we're going to give LA Night a push. With Rick Boogs, it's the Lonely Island. Yeah. Uh, Deep in. Yeah. Gimmick. But, I mean, I love everyone in this match, but I love everyone in this new tag team, possibly even more so. I would like... Um, it was Rick Boogs separated from Elias in the draft. Bloody hope so. Yeah, it wasn't going anywhere, that was it. I uh, would like tonight... It's one of my favourite physical spots in wrestling anyway. I always just think it looks super cool. And I just think it... I could be wrong. Maybe they're going to be so... There's a force of Willborn happening here where they're even in a backstage skit. They could be so entertaining that any plan to have this really be the trigger for a feud just gets dropped because they're super entertaining. Yeah. And I'd, a little bit of me thinks that might occur. But my preference here would be night one, no pun intended. Boogs is like, all right, let's go. Let's do this. And then I say, all right, let's make a go of this. And then Rick Boogs reaches out for the tag and then I drops off the apron straight away. <laughs> Night one straight away. You suck. You are useless. Street Profits wrap it up. They get their win. On they go to whatever they're doing. And LA Knight and Rick Boogs is set up from there. Okay. That, like, but I can totally see them being together and just do it all. Have them do this segment where, like, first you think, you, like, your expectations subverted slightly. You think LA Knight's going to be rolling his eyes going, I have to team with this complete idiot, this total crane. But instead, you find them backstage and Rick's like, do you want me to play something for you? And LA Knight's like, no. <laughs> he's like, you're the one guy that always says, yeah. And now you say no. And he's like, all right, yeah, play something for me. And then, like, Rick Boogs plays one chord. And then it's like, yeah. <laughs> and plays another one. Yeah. And he's just getting heated up. And, and you think, actually, these two are going to make it work. And then you have the turn in the match. Or, because you're right, you, you, I think LA Knight. Or 50 match unbeaten streak win the tag belts for Yeah, there's that. Yeah, streak probably split. Um, <laughs> Or it's just another, yet another uh, storyline of blatant manipulation in front of the cameras, which if they watch the show, they know immediately. Yeah. Of LA Knight being like, we make a good team. And a uh, bit of money in the bank law here. And do you remember when Otis won it and said they'd uh, challenge for the tag titles? Well, if you help me win money in the bank. Oh, that's good. I do like that. I don't know. Because yeah. LA Knight's up there as one of the favorites, obviously, for money in the bank. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't. It should be Cody. And then he finishes the story because let it play out. Um, but <laughs> I just, you know, I hear all the reports post-WrestleMania. LA Knight's finally getting a push. Good. He should have used him instead of Shane McMahon mm. on night two, although that did work out. I did let it play out, and that did actually work out perfectly, <laughs> in fact. Um, shout out, by the way, to Barton Keys. Oh, my God. I'm unbel- I don't even know how you do stuff like that, but it's incredible. Thank you. Huge for the, pop uh, in the office. For the gift. It's on my Twitter, at Adam Wilborn, of the live footage of my injury from... Uh, well, it, it turns out it wasn't from playing football. It was uh, wrestling on night two of WrestleMania, apparently. The cameras, the way in which the cameras caught your suffering as it increased <laughs> was just chef's kiss. Yeah. Impeccable stuff from Barton Keys. Um, but yeah, uh, it just, I, I, I wasn't expecting this for LA Night. I want to look at this. But I think if you'd have said, it's LA Night and and I'm, I'm, I'm scared to pick someone now because I don't want to bury them. Mm. But it's L.A. Knight and, right, I love him. And he was comically brilliant on Raw in terms of his timing with Gunther. L.A. Knight and Akira Tozawa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks, Akira Tozawa. <laughs> L.A. Knight and Rick Boogs. Gentlemen. What was the, what's the phrase? You were... You were you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's, it's it's that. There's more to it if they wanted to be more to it, isn't there? Yeah. 
put me as a gif in Django Unchained, actually, Barton. Now you've done one. Do the next one. I thought you were going to say put you as the manager of those two. Oh, well, yeah. Like the, the Robert Stone of LA Knight and Rick Books. But um, seeing as this is our last SmackDown preview for a couple of weeks, oh, with yeah. you obviously going off to, to uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, and me going off to a field near Stoke. <laughs> both good, both just different. Both equally good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought we could do this. It's time to play the game. Time to play time the to play game. game. <laughs> I, I don't care about me. Are you um Stoke? What? Like near Stoke? For this. Vaguely. You know, it's Stag, yeah. Yeah. Stag, 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 lad, lad, lad. You're going to make pottery? <laughs> That's the thing they're doing, Stoke, isn't yeah. it? The pottery is. It's a weird one because the stag doesn't drink. Ah. But we've, uh, don't worry. We've, <laughs> got, we've got some stuff planned for him regardless. He's still not getting away scot-free. My favourite was someone who said, ah, I see you played the long game here, quitting drinking five years ago. Oh, no. What, like, you're not going to, you're not going to... F- Force anything on him, are you? No, 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 no. That's God, good. no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. I think it's an absolutely fair enough decision. You know, you want to do something like that. I, I fully support it. It's uh it's the sort of thing where, like, with a stag, by yeah, and I'm I'm with you to be honest. Like, alcohol doesn't have to have to be part of the fun of the stag. You still look like a twat. <laughs> I was just gonna say, but almost without the inclusion of alcohol, I feel like it encourages wired minds to. Uh, Think of even more daft stuff like, well, hang on, so we haven't got booze as the lubrication of embarrassment. Well, I guess we're going to have to start it from the first minute to the very last, and <laughs> it's going to be even more extreme. Um, Is he, does he listen to this? No. Oh, good. Oh, dear. <laughs> Sorry, I've just got distracted because I was going to do, basically, I was going to suggest that we, because they're just hoying people together in a tag team, uh, a WWE alumni tag team. Great. But um, please... By the time this goes out, I assume they would have fixed it because, yeah. Oh, yeah, you showed us this one. I love this. WWE.com forward slash superstars. Check out their page because <laughs> you've got all the champions on there. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Raw Women's Champion on SmackDown. She got misted last week. Bianca Belair. SmackDown Women's Champion who's on Raw. Rhea Ripley. Please never do the belt exchange. Gunter, Austin Theory, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I didn't even realise they'd done that, by the way, reversing them for the different <laughs> Raw and SmackDown tag titles. And then the biggest picture you've ever seen of the women's tag team champions, Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan. I love that. Awesome. So, where are we? Scroll down now. Superstars page. Do we do we alumni? Um, again, as always with this, we may have to uh, uh, not pick the person we've picked because of a variety of different reasons, but yeah. Michael Hamlet, and this can be an intergender tag team, of course. Mm-hmm. We're a very progressive podcast. Um, I'm scrolling through the WWE alumni page. Tell me when to stop. Stop. You've, you've already started off on an absolute brilliant... Okay. I don't think there's a there's a wrong answer. I like that. Takes pressure off. One. <laughs> yeah! Right. Get it. Bring him home. Bring him home. Because... Your first member, of t- first member of this newly formed tag team yeah. was a member of a tag team and has done, uh, checks notes, nothing since then, except, I think, stoned on a golf course. Because it's Tucker. Right. It's bloody Tucker from every machinery. Yep. Bring okay. him back. He could, um, what if that was the payoff to the, like, at this point, it's gone on too long, story with Chad Gable and... Oh, I was going to say, I can- thanks, Andrew. <laughs> Okay. Open or close? Open, please. 
Chad Gable and Otis. Bye, Sidgwick. If Tucker came back and he was like, 2K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he was used to promote the 2K games. That's genius. Two. So, so we've got 2K. Tucker is in the match yep. with Chad Gable and Otis. Mm -hmm. He's crawling over to the corner for the hot tag for... Stop. <laughs> oh, no, you give me the eyes. <laughs> oh, God, all right. Oh, no. Four. <laughs> Are we out the woods? <laughs> You're all good. Oh, good. Because I changed the level wrong. <laughs> He's back. It's one of those things where, oh, I did a little bit of a taste. I want yeah. a little bit more. Ladies and gentlemen, the new tag team and potentially future tag team champions in WWE. Tucker and Savio Vega. Yeah. <laughs> it's topical. Yeah. It's topical, isn't it? Yeah, some other levels here. I was like, well, not much. I'll just scroll up a couple <laughs> It's Tucker and the No Way Out main event f***er, Savio Vega. <laughs> I had to show that to uh, my brother-in-law because he's like, oh, I haven't watched wrestling for about 20 years. I'll be like, have I got a match to show you? Imagine, I was, when you when you started that there, I knew you were going to say something about a lapsed fan. But imagine a lapsed fan. You're ready for the, uh, is The Undertaker still in it? Yeah. Uh like you're still watching WWF. Little reference points that you've, we've all heard them as fans. Yeah. Imagine a lapsed fan coming in and say, Savio Vega's still at it. And you, what? <laughs> Do that again? Yeah, aye, so I just really like Savio Vega. Have I got a clip for you? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I kind of dipped out till sort of, you know, mid-noughties. And um, I really like that Apple guy. What was he called? Carlito. Wait, he's not doing that, is he? Prospect of being asked that and having the clip that pays it off. You're not going to believe this. <laughs> Backlash was, I think, the best pay-per-view of the year. Hey, it's up there, isn't it? It's way up there. Uh, right, let us know your thoughts ahead of SmackDown tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch they can follow both of us. Follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE, as I said. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from uh, for daily wrestling podcasts. Me and Sid will be here a little bit later on today to preview. This is Rampage, baby. Uh, and, of course, we've got WrestleCulture coming your way later with a hashtag bloody good quiz. But for now, this has been the SmackDown preview. We'll be back on Monday to review all this. My thanks to Michael Hamflet. Thank you for joining us. And we... We'll see you soon. Looks nothing like Prince Charles. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.